Hey everybody, welcome back to the Two Talks podcast. This is our uh, third episode and today we'll be getting to know our other host of this wonderful channel, D. Hey D, how you doing? Hello. Thanks for having me. Um yeah, wasn't forced yeah. at all, not held at gunpoint, so happy to be here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, that's a secret. Um yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to, you know, doing this and uh hopefully um we get to dig deep into, you know, your um stories there. Um yeah, All right, so for those of, you know, who don't know you or first first time mm-hmm. listeners, why don't you give them mm-hmm. a brief introduction of who you are and what you do? Sure. Um so long far back. I'm kidding, I won't go that far back. <laughs> but uh I am with I work within the financial service industry. Um I guess a very brown job. <laughs> and um i guess my like or my passion one thing i'm very interested in is in volunteering uh besides this podcast volunteering is something i think has mm-hmm. kind of taught me a lot besides just working um kind of show kind of develop empathy um to kind of champion others but i think i find it very interesting uh for example i've worked volunteered in Nepal when 2015 earthquake for those who don't know there was a earthquake i think it was 7.1 magnitude um yeah kind of hit people um kind of made buildings collapse and of course there's little regulation in Nepal when buildings are made so a lot mm-hmm. of them did shake um but later down the line i i worked on my local high street um for those americans if if any Americans are listening, it's just a street full of just shops and we call it high street. So not, not um, the other, other thing that you guys are thinking about. Um, yeah, go on. Right. <laughs> um, uh, it's not New York. Um, and I guess even within the workplace, um, I volunteer, um, not as much as I would like, but as much as I can, um, kind of getting yeah. people, educating low schools who have low socioeconomic backgrounds or have BAME backgrounds um, yeah I just find it very interesting oh that's that's great man and um, yeah and uh, you know I guess for those of you didn't know I know you already mentioned it but yeah there was a huge earthquake two of them actually uh, in Nepal back in 2015 and um, it claimed the lives of I believe close to 10,000 people could be wrong on that fact but um, you know it was uh, it was a big, pretty big deal yeah um, yeah man like you said so it looks like you know, volunteering really has uh, a firm grip in your life. Um, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm just curious to know, how did you get started in this idea of volunteering? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I could not tell you, could not give you a time frame, or I can't mm-hmm. tell you a time where I have, but like where I've kind of developed it. I think my, I think... Was there like any, you know, like a, a, a significant event that kind of led to yeah, you, know, you kind I, of exploring the, this option? It was more around like I've always wanted to make something around in Nepal, right? Like I've grew mm-hmm. up there for five years and you kind of see the worst of the worst there, like kids who are like I remember one vivid picture I do have in my mind is like we're quite fortunate in Nepal, but we were in a taxi and my dad was dressed well we were going to a party my mom was on my side Mm -hmm. and i just remember a hand just reaching inside the taxi 
drive drivers not driver the passenger window and they were trying to steal my dad's credit card right um yeah and i think look obviously to those who's kind of not used to kids being on the streets that's kind of scary because you just see a massive not as massive but a small hand just reaching in trying to grab something but to me it was kind of very eye-opening because you kind Mm -hmm. of appreciate what you have um especially when you walk even to the shops there's always kids about in like who are snotty who are like sounds really bad but who are kind of more unfortunate than we are um look like it just feels like there has to be more to life than just money social status um etc so i think one of the goals in life for me is making a charity and i think there's no better way of making a charity than being in one or doing charitable stuff which sounds kind of selfless but i think in a way it kind of makes me feel good um right so i I guess yeah man yeah that's um that's really wonderful what you said so it's it's really um that little drive in you that really wants to make a difference is what is you know kind of like pushing you to i guess um help the society right in a way and, I guess, um, yeah. Yeah, and then you're right, man. I mean, you know, you got to do something that really resonates with you, right? You got to do something yeah. that, um, you know, uh, that you would enjoy doing. And if this is something, you know, that you would, um, I guess, like like you indulge yourself in, then, um, you know, full heartedly, man, go for it. I mean, yeah, you yeah. don't have to feel about, you know, feel bad about being, uh, I guess, selfless, if that's your issue. Yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> as long as you're yeah. enjoying it, man, hey, exactly. props to you. You know, yeah. the world needs more people like you, so might as well. Mm. Um, we'll see. All right, all right. Let's let's um, transition to another um, segment here. Let's uh, let's talk about your childhood. I know you briefly yeah. touched upon it, but um, let's let's talk about how your childhood was like. Um, um, any okay. outstanding, any out- outstanding, but like any um, significant events that happened. Any you know core memories that you want to share with mm-hmm. us? Yeah. Um. So I'll give you a brief outline of my childhood. Um, so I was born um, in the late, <laughs> so I'd say late 1900s, <laughs> of course, in the late 1900s. But um, I was born, then went back to Nepal. Um, five years I stayed with actually you and Poru. Um, right. He Datsal, which is quite nice. Um, mm-hmm. And do you remember that? Do you remember that memory of? the people be, being behind the gate in Tatsal and they were making loads of noises and we thought they were a ghost. Do you remember what? that? No, I don't. No? When was this? Uh, this was when we were really small. I remember. So basically, you know, um, basically we were in our grandparents' house. Um, okay, yeah. And it was, I don't think it was raining, but it was very dark at night. And then okay. there was a bit of rumbling because we have metal metal barriers right to right, let the cars right. in let the cars out and i remember hearing some rumbling and i was like oh it's a crap it's a ghost it's a ghost and all three of us bottle you and me were all scared like oh shit like <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah I, i'm pretty i'm st- I, even to this state i'm sometimes shit scared of you know weird sounds so I'm, I'm i'm not surprised that um i don't know how how old were we what five six um, uh, no even less that we were like three. less um, yeah so yeah. i'm I'm sure I was the first one to run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So we grew up in Nepal. Um, well, I grew up in Nepal with 
yourself and Poru um, went to kindergarten in Nepal. Uh, vivid memory actually was when a monkey stole my bloody biscuit, which was annoying. Oh. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I was crying to my dad. Right, and I think our um, elementary school, right? That was that was mm. by uh, Soembunath. That's that's yeah. that's you know called the uh, monkey temple. That's famous yeah. for a lot of monkeys, um, kind of you know, um, I guess living around the temple. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so how how that happened? Like, were you, um, you know? Well, it was it was at the end of the day, right? Um, I don't know if you remember, but they used to give us biscuits. So, yeah. so my yeah. classroom would be by the stairs and you'd go down the ladder and straight in front would be the dining hall and they would give um they would give they have like a metal bowl full of just biscuits and i remember the biscuits because they were banging they were so good um (laughs) and i was walking back up the stairs i came from and stupid monkey just came on my shoulder took the biscuit and just legged it oh Um, wow Oh, man. So, and I was three, right? Like it was traumatizing. So I just cried yeah. to my dad, <laughs> like, "Dad, the monkey see. just took it." <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so you, you probably didn't even have time to react then? Was it was it yeah. that fast, or was it just like you know I grab mean, and go thing? The I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know what happened. I feel like I just woke up and the and the biscuit was gone, right? Um, oh man, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, you looked forward to it the old, the entire day. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like they, their biscuits were really good. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't know what they put in it, but yeah, I was, I was, I was freaking annoyed. Um, so I went back. I, right. um, uh, I also remember I was uh, there was this one time where I was going to Tatel, but I was meant to go to Dili Bazaar. Okay. Um, and then I saw my grandma in the taxi whilst we had the uh, lights. And she was like, come in, come in the car. But I was like, no. I was like, come in the car. And then I remember on that day, my mom was like, why didn't you just go in the taxi? When she came from Delhi Bazaar, she was uh, so pissed okay. off. Um, uh. that, that was a good memory. Um, getting hit on the hand. Yep. Good, good, well, not a good memory, but the memory I remember. Um, anyway, I'm taking too long on this one. So no, uh, went, fine, man. went back to England. Um, I didn't speak a word of English when I first came. So I spoke Hindi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think my first friends was his name was Tutu, who was another Nepalese, Nepalese Wait, guy. What, what was his name? Tutu, like that Tutu? was his. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it was name. his. He's actually called Pascal, but I call him. Tutu. Oh, he, um, so he goes by Tutu. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I had another one, another friend called Brian, um, which is quite nice. I'm not really friends with them. They everybody just grew out of it, but right. Um, yeah, they were my best friends. Um, I, I can't remember. I remember the first day I joined. Um, this was I, I like somebody. I was about to sit down, and somebody put the chair under me. I just yeah. slapped my head on the floor. <laughs> wait, um, wait, wait! They slapped your head on. No, the floor? no, no! So I was about to sit down, and they pulled the oh. chair from under oh, my legs. Jesus. And then I just um. I, yeah, I just, I guess, just hit my ass on the floor and then slapped my head on the floor, um, which was fun. You, were you okay? Um, like, did you hurt yourself? Yeah, or yeah. Were you... I mean, I can't remember. I think everybody laughed, but, like, it wasn't a really big deal to me because, like, I don't know. I just didn't find a big deal. Um, okay. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, that's actually a very good segue, I guess, to my next yeah. question to you. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, you, like you said, you um you know were you were born in the UK yeah. you came 
to Nepal five years mm-hmm. you stayed there is that what it is uh-huh. and then you uh, transitioned back to the UK after that is that correct uh, yes that's right correct so I guess yeah I guess I, uh, you know my uh, question is like how was the transition for you I mean you've we've already you know you gave us a little sneak peek there of how it initially yeah. was like but um, you know because you mentioned you know English you know mm. it wasn't it wasn't um, you you weren't as fluent um, yeah. you had I guess you know friends that were uh, pulling chairs <laughs> for you to yeah. bang your ass on the floor but you know apart from that like how was your transition what was you know what was um, the initial reaction that you had I guess when you made that transition from yeah. uh, Nepal to the UK uh, yeah sure um, just as a disclaimer she, she didn't mean it on purpose so <laughs> she, she fought it because she didn't have a chair uh, I, yeah I think the the transition was very hard uh into well actually not hard very quick okay um, i remember my first like first ever in- interaction with a person who was english was quite nice and it, the school the first school i went to was very multicultural so i went to a school called plumcroft um mm-hmm. first ever school and it was very like it had like a diverse amount of people it had like black people it had white people it had okay. brown people so it was very very diverse um you don't really get that in Nepal, right like they're all either brown or well they're um, just brown aren't they uh yeah not yeah in terms of diversity i mean it's um it's it's hard to get like you know a diverse group or find a diverse group of people like a students in a school at least that's mm. what it was like well i was there could be yeah. different now i'm not sure but um i it's i mean you know you, you don't really you know um will hear people coming in to nepal to get their education right i mean let's let's be honest i mean it's better than what where it was but mm. I, I i would still say that it still got some uh, lengths to go so i wouldn't yeah. you know assume that people outside would be sending in their kids to nepal to get their education but um you know that being said i mean they're definitely you know, some expats who, I guess, uh, um, come to Nepal and they have their kids enrolled. So um, I'm, I think mm. in, in um, my 10 years of, you know, uh, schooling in uh, Shivadara, I came across a couple of different, you know, diverse people. But again, that's really? across 10 years, though. Mm. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, so it's it's not like you get everyone under the same roof. It's just like yes, you get of come course. across some yeah. outliers here and there. But I think... Yeah what you have to kind of consider is that I was in kindergarten, right? Um, when you're in kindergarten, you don't really meet a diverse amount of people and moving from, I guess, kindergarten and then moving to England when I was in year two and seeing all these like oh, different right. cultures, different people, I think that was quite a massive culture shock because you don't really hear about that in Nepal. Like right. nobody really teaches you. Um, and I think during that time, I didn't really develop my English. Like, even when I went to my second primary school, when we moved, um, I was still speaking Hindi. And the teachers were quite concerned as to my development. So, like, for example, I don't think... Up until year four, Mm -hmm. I was speaking really broken English. Um, Like, for example, the other kids would be doing their... Finish their homework and they would play, play with Lego whilst right. I would still be doing the work, right? 
because I, I didn't fully grasp English and I don't think anybody taught it to me. Like my mum right. obviously taught it to me. I tried to teach me at home. We bought mm-hmm. a bunch of DVDs which were meant to help. But I think the way Nepalese people kind of teach, um, right. it didn't really suit me. Like my mum would be like, oh, I've just just taught you this. Why don't you Why don't you remember it? But I think it didn't really go in my head because... I didn't yes. see the firstly I didn't see the importance and right. it's not really the way I kind of taught myself. I guess would you call yourself a more hands-on learner where I guess you need to see the application to what you're I guess trying to learn first and then you would um I guess you know be better at learning it is that is that true? Mm, or I can see I think in some applications so uh, that's kind of developed after a while but in that case I think I needed, I don't know what I needed. I think like tutoring really helped me. So I went tutoring because my parents kind of couldn't teach themselves. So maths and English was the two main subjects you have to pass in England. Um, Or you just can't progress into sixth form, which is after GCSEs. Um, So I think tutoring really helped in year five. It kind of really developed my skills to kind of see metaphors and develop mm-hmm. um, de- de- not only develop my English but kind of understand it even better hey um, man English is a complicated language so I mean you know it is yeah. I still sometimes find myself kind of confused as to what yeah. word should I be using here yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so hey man <laughs> don't be hard yeah. yourself <laughs> no 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 I think that I'm just being like right. honest no, like yeah, I think yeah. that was very it, it was a very I wouldn't say a punch in the face, but it was very um, a massive reality check, right? Like you can't survive without not speaking right. English in England, which was something I didn't realize. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, um, you know, it's um, language, man. Right? It's it's really important yeah. wherever you go. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you know, just want to make sure we stay on track. Um, I <laughs> do remember you mentioned that you know your transition was quick, mm. so. When did you realize that you were like, all right, you know what, I've settled in, um, you know, that you've kind of felt like you're apart. Like, do you have a certain, mm. um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, like a certain time that you felt or was it more like gradual as you kind of, you know, settled uh, in? I didn't feel like I was. Or did mm. you not feel like you ever left? <laughs> I, I think I. I didn't feel it until I got to university, which was kind of a kind of a late bloomer, right? Um, oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, because I, I like I went to secondary school, which my mm-hmm. parents put me into private school because they thought it was the right idea. Um, what's my year six friends? Um, I had like a best friend. I remember his. He was called Christopher. Um, they went to a school down the road from me, so I kind of yeah that I kind of like parted ways with them whilst I went to this school, which I thought was good, but I didn't feel at home there because everybody, I don't come from a rich family um, and everybody seemed to come from a rich family. Um, mm-hmm. Like for example, they sometimes some people would be saying, oh, this is, all all of the names are um, just theoretical, by the way, these are not real names, but okay. all, um I know, Louise, do you want to come round to watch uh, 
a movie in my cinema in my house and i was like you you have a cinema in your house like you have a pool in your house like i i we we have a modest three-bedroom house like i don't know where you would even fit it right right um so i i never felt part of part within my secondary school um Mm -hmm. i just didn't feel like i belonged there um yeah so i it wasn't until i went to university where i kind of made proper friends um even though i don't speak to them that often i think i can always reach out to them and like making international friends was quite a big deal to me um because it just seems something that like everybody has different views i just found it interesting and each and every one of them kind of referred me to their own culture which i found interesting as well um yeah so i had friends from I had like friends from Mauritius, um, friends, a friend from Denmark, friend from Pakistan. Um, yeah, so I, I would say very diverse cultures, and it was quite interesting. Yeah, man, that's a pretty diverse group that you have around you, and uh, yeah, man, just like you, I guess you know, meeting new people from new different cultures really um, was a big part in my college life as well. Um, mm. Although you know, we had our own. Um, nepali kids gang going on yeah right yeah uh, uh but you know it's it was always nice to meet new people get to know about their different cultures because mm. i mean you know it's, it's the same things that we do are done so differently if that yes. makes sense yeah just it's it's so crazy that you know mm. uh, sometimes i wonder oh if i uh, i can even sometimes kind of fathom as to you know mm-hmm. how many um different you know the different ways that pe- people leave their uh, live their lives yeah yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. And and the best way to actually um, get to know that is to really, you know, talk with different people at mm. the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's but, true. Um, yeah, okay. So that's interesting that you actually, um, you know, uh, I guess you felt settled in once you were in uni or people here would say uh, college, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in, I guess, up until college, was there, um, did you ever... How do I put this? So did you ever feel like you were um, not a part of the people around you? Although I know you mentioned about the uh, rich kids, I guess, right? The Louis, Yeah. <laughs> that um, they yeah. had their own theater, or they had their own pool and stuff like that. But apart from, you know, all that flashy, flashy stuff about, you mm. know, did you ever feel that you were maybe left out? Mm. Was that, is, I don't know if that's the right left word. Left out? Yeah. Yeah. I think I wasn't, a popular kid at school um i was quite chubby fat um so like fitting in was always a problem like um i wouldn't say a problem i did have like a group of friends but i think like i wasn't as close to them like i don't speak to them now i never spoke to them after secondary um so i i, I fitting in was more of a big thing to me mm-hmm. um Feeling left out, I think, looking back on it, I think everybody's going to feel left out. There's always going to be groups of people who are going to be left out. So I don't think it was a massive deal to me. I think fitting in was more of a thing because coming from a different socioeconomic background, um, right. it felt, felt very felt very one way because I don't think any anybody there besides one person, I believe, kind of... It came from my socioeconomic background, which was kind of, I wouldn't say it was mm-hmm. hard, but it was very hard to fit in, if you get what I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess would you also say that that is partly due to, I guess, people around you? Maybe they couldn't understand you. Is is that mm. is that fair to say that you know people maybe they couldn't um, understand where you're coming from? In in a sense, you know, like I mean, you know, they're already used to their um, you know their lavish lives, right, or whatever. Mm. Would I mean, you, would you say, you know, would you say that was something that you saw that, you know, they couldn't understand you or, you know, not in terms of, you know, language, but in terms of, yeah. you know, in terms as, I guess, lifestyle? I guess, like, I think maybe I'm overplaying it, but there were some people who were very similar socioeconomic backgrounds, but the majority were very mm, upper middle class to whatever is above. Mm -hmm. um, um, I think that and... I think partly it was to do with like fitting in so I didn't really have an identity to myself you okay. were kind of going with the people you kind of hung out with so one thing I do regret for example is um, I remember this one one kid um, he he was like bullied because he was quite small and I I kind of didn't I kind of added on to it because I didn't really help in any way because I was like mm -hmm. pushing him around as well because you're trying to fit in, right? Um, but yeah. on the flip side, there's there's times where I got bullied and somebody else was doing the same thing to me. Right. Um, so kind of not having that identity to kind of know yourself. Like I, I mm -hmm. didn't know what I could have stood for, but I just followed the crowd back then. I, I think that's very common across multiple cultures. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've I've been, um, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm I'm guilty of that as well, mm. where you know you see people, you know, doing all that stuff, all that bad stuff, right? And then yeah, you know, they get all the praise, and you know, everyone's kind of behind them, and then you're like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe that's that's the cool thing to do, and then you yeah. kind of jump on the bandwagon. And yeah. Like, all right. You know what? And then you do a couple of, you know not so good stuff and then yeah. you know, everyone's like cheering for you right exactly and yeah. then you kind of yeah. get that boost within and you'd be like all right you know what yeah. this is this is it you know i've unlocked you know i found the pot of gold that i've been looking exactly for, yeah. right and then yeah. um yeah man i've also been you know i've been guilty of doing that as well and i'm not very mm. proud of it it's yeah but i mean that's the thing man it's it's that's how i guess you're hardwired i don't know or maybe it's just, you know, um, generational um, upbringing. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe. Or I maybe mean, I think, think it just f fuels your ego, right? Like, you like everyone. To, like, when you're younger, you everybody's cheering you on. Like, for, for example, if you, if you kind of reminisce, but maybe not reminisce, but think about when there's a fight there's two people fighting and then two and then a group of people around them and they're cheering everyone cheering the two people on to fight right mm -hmm. that kind of fuels your ego because you kind of feel like you have to perform and you have to fight because people are cheering you on and your status is on the line and right. i think that's you think that's quite a big deal when you're younger and i think that's why people do it and just trying to make yourself look popular but I don't, even though people say you have to be yourself, don't follow the crowd. I don't think you realize what that means until you start right. maturing and actually having your own, having your own views, having your own identity. Um, yeah. And having That's your own like 
morals, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a really good point that you really brought up. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you you know, you hear people saying, oh, you know, it's, it's everywhere in social media these days, right? You yeah. hear people say, oh, you know, you don't, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Make sure, you know, you're um, following your heart or, you know, make sure you're not, you know, making someone else's day go bad or whatever. But mm. like you said, you really don't realize what those words mean until you kind of mature out of that phase. Exactly. And because yeah. while you're in that phase, all all you can think about is, all right, how do I fit in? How do I, um, you know, be the cool kid? Or how do I be? Yeah. Uh, how do I get accepted by everyone else around around you know mm. around me? Um, yeah. And one of the easiest way to is just jump on the bandwagon. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And uh, like you said, you don't really realize it until it's uh, I guess too late. And um, I guess that's where people have all these epiphanies, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, you know. But yeah, I mean, I from you know, I guess just my my two cents on this is would would be mm. I guess we're just sort of hardwired in a way. I don't know, like the because um, that's that's what um you know that's what I don't know how to put this in words, but like that's how um, you would get by. Mm. And as long mm. as you're getting by, you know, mm -hmm. it works. It works. Yeah. You know, there's this yeah. phrase that says, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Fix <laughs> I guess. It, yeah. I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's the correct one, you know, correct um, uh, phrase here, but I um, feel like, you know, that's that's um, part of it. Yeah. I'm, I think you say hardwired, which is mm, hardwired suggests that it's kind of predetermined in us. And I think we kind of get influenced um, by other people, right? I think that's the whole point as to why you do certain things. Right. Um, especially in a place even now where people are shouting, we're consuming so much data that you can get influenced quite quickly regardless of who it is. Right. Um, like it was quite interesting actually. Like I think I went, I went to an anniversary um, a couple of days back and the girls were saying, Oh, I want like lip fillers, and I was like, "Oh, why? How mm -hmm. comes? Like, why? Why do you need lip fillers?" And I, I never got the concept of lip fillers because you're just putting random crap in your lip, right? <sighs> and they were like, "Oh, because Kylie Jenner says it's good," and I was like, "Is that really how you're gonna base your life off of? Like some random celebrity who's who probably wants lip fillers, but it doesn't mean you have to get them. But you kind of have to realize that." people that's, are not an influence right and i mean that's the thing that's why you know, these influencers have such a grip and um, yeah. you know in their fan base if you want to call it right it's it's yeah. they um in some instances you know they're more their fans are more likely to um you know uh follow whatever they say versus maybe their parents right but it's not like it, they're advocating uh, it though that's the thing uh what do you mean by they're not adv advocating well, you mean like the influencers yeah, so they're not saying get lip fillers. The fact they got lip well, fillers influenced them rather than well, them saying hey, lip fillers. Well, that's why brands reach out to these people and you know kind of ask them to promote their stuff because I mean directly or indirectly, indirectly, um, you know, it's it's kind of being fed to their or to the fans that all right, you know what? Since I got it, you might as well. Mm, you get what I mean? I guess. But yeah. I mean that's 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 the world we live in right now, right? It's. It's uh, that's why influencers are on on a rise right now, where people um, it's uh, it's easy to really um, 
get people to do, I guess, what you want them to do if they really consider you to be of um, someone in status or someone, yeah. you know. And that, again, I feel like go boils down to, you know, kind of fitting in again, right? Mm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, she's got, I don't know how many followers on Instagram, 300 million, whatever it is. Like, oh, there are like 300 million people doing this. Oh, am I missing out on the trend? Let me get mm. the footers as well. I don't know, you mm. know, just a, mm. just a side thought. But, yeah. you know, interesting questions, man. Interesting yeah, questions. That's true, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird how one person yeah. can have so much influence in the world. Um, right. All right. Just I think, by posting. But yeah, yeah, I think we've sidetracked a lot. Let's, 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 yeah. get, back to, <laughs> let's get back to our um, conversation here. All right. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. So more about you. Um, yeah. So tell, tell us more, man. You know, I'm really excited. I'm interested, actually, uh, you know, because yeah. we um, kind of lost touch in the middle. It was mm. probably, I mean, we were on and off. You know, whenever you came to visit uh, Nepal, we always meet. You were actually the um, person who got me into KSI and Sidemen stuff. Did you know that? Did I? Oh, yeah, no, man. I, you, huh. this, I still remember. I was in grade nine. Um, yeah. I remember you came over. Uh, I'm not quite sure um, what it was for. <laughs> But mm. you came over in Tatsal, and then uh, basically you showed me their drawing, a draw something video, was it called? Like, you know, where they uh, used to draw something, yes. and then the, everyone else in the group would try to guess what the yeah, other person was yeah. drawing. Uh, God, you of course, another uh, part of my memory, Tam. Okay. Yeah, man. And um, you showed me that video where I think KSI was the guy who was drawing, and then he, you know, him being him, he kind mm. of like you know, <laughs> kind of um, does all the random shit that he does, right? And then that's how I actually got hooked into it. Yeah. Even till this yeah. day, man, whenever I watch a Sidemen video, I still remember mm-hmm. that um, that memory of when you kind of like showed me, really? there, showed me that video. Yeah. Wow. Oh. oh. Yeah. But, another, another unlocked memory. Damn, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess, you know, maybe uh, fill us in. Do you have any um, cool stories that you want to share? Maybe from um, uni or maybe... Um, you know, middle school or whatever, um, or um, maybe you know, just something that uh, kind of stood out to you, I guess, in mm. the UK versus maybe in Nepal. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's a coolly subjective, right? <laughs> what I find cool is going to be like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about to you? Um, I we'll guess, give it a try. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, something which I found cool. I think that's a good question. I think something which I, do, I think the vast majority in in university mm-hmm. like the differing amount of people so i had friends from like burma um and he was gosh diddly darn rich and i had friends who were not that rich i think i dis- i find that cool because i think you don't get to meet that kind of people every single day right um i found that pretty pretty interesting because you kind of see how one pair lives and how the other pair lives. So I remember mm-hmm. one time my friend who wasn't that well off, he was eating digestives for the whole day. Whilst mm-hmm. my other friend who was complaining about, oh, how he only has like, sounds bad, but like only like 5K in the in the bank and that he <laughs> needed more money. And I'm like, okay. Um, Everyone so, has their own problems, right? <laughs> they do. I mean, like uh, cry me a river, but yeah. you're not bad off, you know? Um, yeah. Like, I just found it very interesting and quite cool because you don't really get to experience that, like, 
mm-hmm. and up and until university. Um, yeah, I think what what else happened in university? Like, I think cool. Um, I that's where I kind of developed as a person. Okay. Um, like in I, terms of, go on. Yeah, I mean, I know. I I was just going to ask you this. Like, you know, you mentioned that you hang, hung around with a lot of people. You can experience different cultures. Was yeah. there a specific culture or the way they did something that really stood out to you? You know, this could be something that you do on a daily, but then they do it in a completely different way. Like, was mm. there something that really stood out in terms of you know? culture or tradition or country or maybe just something about the person themselves yeah i think the people who kind of i learned actually a lot about islam there um so okay. one of my friends who are very who i'm very like ish close with right now mm-hmm. but i'm not that close with he's he's muslim and he went to the mosque mm-hmm. um and like for example eid he he'd invited me to we didn't have a mosque on campus, um, okay. but we had like a little, little room where everybody would go and pray. Um, I just sat and listened because um, I found it quite interesting, mm-hmm. and they kindly invited me for food after. Um, and I think that that was something which I found kind of very interesting, kind of stood out to me because, like, every like they had their own community, like they'd go out together, they'd go out and eat together they'd mm-hmm. invite each other to houses eat i don't know like the traditional food because islam is quite vast right it's not right, right. it's not concentrated in one country mm-hmm. so i found it quite interesting how even though they're from different countries they all kind of came together um regardless of where they were so like friend from mauritius mm-hmm. there's people from iran people from saudi uh people from uh, Turkey, people from Syria, um, they all like kind of came together, which I, I, I found it like more of a, f- they had like a family vibe to it, which I found really interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that that's that's pretty interesting, man. I mean, for me, it was the food. It was mm. just like, oh man, the different types of food that um, yeah, yeah. You know, I was so fortunate enough to, um, I guess, try. And um you know, it's just so uh, so so interesting how the same food that we cook every day can mm-hmm. be made into this a, com- a completely different dish in in, in, right. a, in a separate yeah. culture. Yeah, for me that was really interesting because I mean, you know, growing up in Nepal, you kind of just fed mm. or dal bat, right? You know, or rice, yeah, yeah. lentils, and chicken, and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, they have their own twist. I mean, you know. Uh, I'm not trying to say that our our cuisine is bland. Oh, your but, mom's um, gonna call you after this. Yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, "What do you mean? All these years?" <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, but no, what I guess what I'm trying to say is, I guess the different variety or the different punch to you know each dish that um, culturally um, is different from you know mm. each each country or whatever or each region, whatever you want to call it. That was really mm-hmm. that's what really stood out to me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like yeah. I, I, I never knew rice could be made in so oh, many different ways, like right? biryani, oh, congee, even, like this and stuff. Yeah, even even biryanis, man, they're 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 different. You can yeah. prepare them differently. Mm, mm, yeah, and, I, and I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all my life I was just having one type of biryani, <laughs> and you're telling me there's multiple different types. 
Yeah. <laughs> Have you um, seen that meme? It's like, who are... Um, wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> Have, you seen, Have you seen that Yeah, meme? yeah, yeah. A little kid. <laughs> exactly what it was, man. Because, I mean, um, you know, my friends and my girlfriend, she's from Bangladesh as well. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, they... And I also had a roommate who was from Bangladesh and she uh, mm. made this chicken biryani, you know, according to their style, I guess. And it's completely yeah. different from yeah. what we're used to. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie, that, that might be uh, better than what we're um, used to tasting. So, you know, that's why I'm like, hold <laughs> on, why have I not been, you know, exposed about this? Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah. Um, cool, man. Yeah, All right, let me, um, let's let's move on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I did a little digging in your social media. Oh, great. Okay, stalker. <laughs> the first stalker I've ever had in my life. Great. <laughs> there you go. It's your own cousin. Oh. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Um, oh. and I see that you've you've traveled a lot. You know, in the past couple of years I want to say. Oh yeah. You've yeah. been to recently I've been I think you've been to uh Morocco, right? You went Spain. to parts of Spain. Didn't weren't mm-hmm. you in Morocco as well? Uh, yeah, that you? was in second year of uni, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, you were in Spain. You um you know, you've been around. So Yeah, I guess. Do you have any um, you know, like what or, or, or like, let me first ask you this. Like, are you someone who really likes to travel? Yes. Um, I think, actually, like, even before that, I think I went with a group of friends to Euro railing. So for those who don't know, it's kind of traveling to different countries in Europe via trains. Because um, Yeah, I saw that. I was I just forgot the name, so I didn't mention it. Yeah. But yeah, please tell us <laughs> more about that. I'm very excited. Yeah, it is, um, I think, I believe, so it was a time where, I was redoing my A-levels um, and I think a bunch of friends from my old from my old place um, mm-hmm. from my old A-levels they kind of wanted to go travelling um, and it, it was quite nerve-wracking because obviously I have never travelled without my parents so though right. I thought it would be quite an interesting experience Um so all in all, we went to like seven countries, started off in, oof, started off, oh, you really test my memory now. Mm. Um, I remember we finished in Austria, so in Vienna. Uh, okay. By the way, they have the best uh, Chinese Chinese takeaway there. Oh, um, really? Star highlight of the day. Uh, we went to Berlin, Slovenia, Croatia. Uh, in Croatia, we went to Split and somewhere else. It um wait so that, that that's the name of the uh, place in croatia yes so okay. it's like a place in croatia it was very beachy it was it was All right. bloody hot i remember mm. um then we went to berlin in germany i think i already mentioned that um slovenia which was my favorite um okay oh, it's so good i think it was really weird because they had their like normally like church days would be on sunday but their church day was on tuesday so everything was closed down um, oh okay so like so, the shops were closed down families right. were at churches yeah so this euro euro railing right mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. just you guess get on a train i'm assuming and then you go around um, is that what it is or so you am I? pre-book a ticket um and there's constraints to the ticket so for example you can only travel between certain times or you can only stay within certain times within a country. Um, we only spent like two days max per per place uh, rather than okay. the country. So 
so you just sit around there the ticket inspector while she was sleeping so we saved uh-huh. money by sleeping on the train but they stamped on our tickets um so it's just we, one ticket yeah so it's like just imagine imagine a letter you get from the okay. post office and it's kind of folded into three um and then at the bottom there's like dot not dot sorry the squares where mm-hmm. you fill in where you have been and then the ticket inspector stamps it whilst you're on the train it's moving um so yeah it was it was it was very interesting wow. um it was quite interesting cuz germany seemed to be the most pissed off country i've ever been to oh, um, really? i remember the, yeah the t- ticket inspector there was this one deaf guy um and it was 12 o'clock at night so there's this one right. deaf guy who we were sharing like a cabin with and the ticket inspector like smashed on the door because we opened it was 12 o'clock at night we wanted to go to bed and he just opened the door was just really pissed and he started speaking german and oh my God. um the deaf the person who was deaf was like what the hell like what, what are you doing like he and you can see like the ticket inspector was physically pissed off because he was red and he opened the door right. real quick um and they started having an altercation um oh okay you know, it was very um, very different i guess um yeah i mean i i was gonna say maybe it's just you know because you know how i mean there is a i mean i don't you know there's a stereotype of <laughs> germans know, saying this, but yeah germans being kind of like yeah. harsh with their words yeah i thought yeah. maybe it's just the way they speak but i mean if they were going to get into a physical altercation then that's probably not it, no no it wasn't physical case, it was though. more verbal um which was kind of weird because like it was 12 o'clock at night like i think that's the last thing you want Maybe they were just tired. You know, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But, but um, I mean, just knock on the door, man. Like, you don't just open it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, they both could have done better. <laughs> I guess. But I can I can see why the deaf person was kind of uh, right, annoyed. Because right. I was, I was like, half asleep. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, so, so, out of those countries, you'd say Germany. I mean, did you say that it was your least favorite? Or was it the place um, where... I th- Oh, you, now you're treading on like yeah, I'm, a thin I'm line to, right now. Um, I guess let me rephrase that. Let me let me um, ask you this instead. What well, out of the you said you you visited seven countries? Yeah. Which one was your most I guess favorite one to visit? Slovenia was very good. Really like that. Um, Why? We went to also we went to Italy in Florence, which is quite nice. Um, it was really picturesque. It was like okay. by the docks, so the yachts and stuff, which is quite nice. Um, and and you can get off the train, right? Or is it just yeah? Are, so you can okay. So basically, like how it works, you you get the ticket and right. you fill in where you you're going. Ticket inspector and ins- like stamps it. You get off the train, stay as long as you want. Then you get back on the train, go to the next country and stuff like that. So oh. imagine like a cruise, but the instead of the cruise going elsewhere and you're not coming back. There's right. like a, the cruise returns, right? So it's just uh-huh. like a train you go and then you get the next latest train you just find online. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Wow, man, that's pretty cool. So you, there's no time limit per se. You could take as long as you want. And, Technically, and in a yes, certain country? Yeah, I think there are constraints to it. I can't remember what it was. It was like, what, seven years ago. Um, okay. But like, there there are certain constraints like you can only take this kind of trains or you can only right. take this train after this while um etc which was quite interesting 
some so some um terms and conditions <laughs> yes exactly yeah yeah Classic, yeah. right that's how they get you um yeah. but no man that's still very interesting i didn't know that cause, i mean in my head when i first saw you know uh, you wrote your pictures i was i thought mm -hmm. it was maybe like just a train ride of you i guess going through different countries and you kind of like stay in the train and they have everything in there for you but i didn't realize you could gonna step out no 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 yeah the it's train like and then kind of like come back whenever and go and you know, hop on go to the next country yeah. and that. that's pretty awesome man yeah like, it's like so we did it for a whole month um oh wow so it was yeah it was very nice and we i think we did pretty well because we did seven countries and the budget was a thousand pounds including accommodation and we wow, kind of that's... managed to do that which is pretty good that's pretty decent man for seven yeah. countries for a month you know a thousand mm. pounds um, mm, I'm assuming yeah. each person. A thousand pounds each person. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, I, still, that's a pretty good deal, man. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, okay. So, like, did you experience any hiccups along the way? Mm, I think nothing out of the norm. Like, for example, we booked a place which was not on the same date. Um, uh, we, well, we, I went, it was a first time clubbing, actually. We went clubbing in right. Budapest, I think. Okay. And um, yeah, this was more of a core cool memory, but everybody was drunk. I don't drink, so I wasn't drunk. Um, so you're more of the caretaker then. Yeah, I go. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> from that day, and I remember like everybody drank, like everybody, and um, the guy Wait. I was. Go Wait, on. Sorry, how old were you guys? Uh, I believe around seventeen, eighteen. Um, so oh right. The just of legal drinking age. ages is 18. Right 18, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I thought you said you were in A-levels and you're drinking. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's like people people already start. We, we drink young <laughs> in England. Um, so, <laughs> nothing compared to Nepal. <laughs> yeah, that is true, yeah. Um, yeah, so we, I remember we were on a tram and um, the one of my friends, his, his head was on my shoulder mm -hmm. and the trams, obviously Budapest is kind of hilly so and the trams kind of move back and forth. Um, his head moved back and forth and he was like, I need to get off this. I need to be sick. And so we oh. got off it real quickly and he was sick behind, um, <laughs> he was sick behind this random lamppost and there was oh, this English, Eng like three English dudes and they were like, go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, at least someone's cheering uh, you on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really funny. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I think there there weren't many hiccups. There weren't anything which was, which right. was very out of. Actually, there was one thing. Um, Italy was very. Maybe it was just the person, but Italy mm -hmm. was very weird. Um, for people of color, like I remember, hmm. there was this black person who was work. work like coming with us mm -hmm. and um they just send really dodgy stuff um so they, they, they send dodgy stuff no they said dodgy oh, stuff which was oh. like like in, in terms bit, of like not welcoming types mm, not even not welcome is just as we like to call it dickhead stuff to say um uh, okay you know like so it's i'm that, not gonna repeat uh, them you know, we're from italy kind of thing is that second is it is it more like you know we're from Italy and you're not kind of thing? No, no, it was more of like I mean I'm not going to repeat it, but it's very uh, um very very weird thing to say when basically it was a host who said something to the person um, 
which is kind of weird because they're Airbnb hosts, but they said something oh, wow. very iffy. Um, so I, I, Italy was a very weird place for me, but I really like the look of it. Um, okay. Yeah, so, I've heard that it's very pretty as well because I know someone who recently, um, um, you know, traveled to Milan mm-hmm. um, and, and, and um, you know, it was probably a couple of months back. But um, yeah. they, all they had was like just good stuff to say, man, you know, about, about yeah. Italy. So maybe, I guess, you know, um, it also it depends on the people. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, these days, man, I, I you know, it's just wouldn't be surprised. Mm, yeah i mean yeah. that was just like one minor hiccup right like right. maybe i wouldn't call it minor but it was a hiccup right. and it wasn't something we could have foreseen that coming but right. yeah that's pretty cool all right so you so you're basically saying um um that's you said sylvania right that was the one that you mm, kind of yes. enjoyed a lot yeah 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 right. um so it, was, was, go it was more of like so they have like lake oh, what's that called lake or something lake lake something lake okay um is it like a famous lake yes it has a lake with a castle in the middle oh wow uh it's Did called lake bled it? uh lake bled yeah it, it was really good it was flipping amazing um so basically it's like a scenic route we live Oof. near it um I don't know if you're looking at it right now, but I am. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's very nice. It was. Um, no wonder. Yeah. But it was very conservative that country. I didn't, I remember, we we couldn't sleep in the same room as the as like the girls. We had to sleep in separate rooms. Oh. Like the guys were sleeping upstairs, but the girls were downstairs. Well, um, which I found kind of weird because it's quite a how do i say this a very religious country which is not surprising they had like porn channels on the tv oh well (laughs) and i was like (laughs) right okay you know i'm getting mixed signals from these yeah exactly like (laughs) either you're religious Uh, or kind of semi i don't know Um, they're like somewhere in the middle (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was very it was just very weird like I, I liked I liked the actual Airbnb because it was right. the home of this families. Um, they were very sweet. Like they cooked us lunch, cooked us dinner and breakfast. I think, but right. um, yeah. it was just a weird vibe, you know. Like everything was closed on Tuesday, so we went swimming on the Tuesday. Um, okay. We had to take a coach to the Alps. I remember. Um, what do you mean, coach to the lot. Alps? So, Slovenia is quite a small country. And right. their mode of transport is basically coaches. So, uh, like bus, is that is that what it yes, is? Yes, like okay. it's like a bus, but like we call it coach. So, right, like, right. Um, how do I say this? You see, when you when you want to go to, from state to state, you go on those mm-hmm. buses which goes overnight. Yeah. So there were there, those are what they used as a um, as a bus uh, to as a coach from one place to the other. Gotcha. Because um, they didn't have like a formal way of moving people. Um, so yeah, we used that as a way of transport. We walked. Um, I taught my friend how to swim, but I nearly drowned because <laughs> he like he, he was like I don't know. He, he like shoved my head in the water. And, uh, <laughs> Wait. So very... you you were you were about to teach your friend how to swim and then yeah, you almost yeah. drowned. Oh man. Yeah. So he was that like. That would have been bad. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know, man. Like. Uh, 
it was either seeing him flap like a turtle or <laughs> swim like a seal so <laughs> we'll see um so yeah he said he wanted to he knew how to swim he was just unconfident and he oh, was just flapping okay. his arms and uh at one time he like pushed my head underwater which was great um i, I probably shouldn't be laughing because i don't know how to swim and uh, <laughs> something similar happened to me as well uh, well as so, in your head got underwater or no i mean i think i was the your friend in the scenario right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you know my other friends were trying to help me out but then i was panicking I, yeah. although i did have a life life vest on mm. a life jacket on i don't know why i was panicking <laughs> but i guess i was I, you know i guess something similar along where i was trying to i guess get out of the water and i was pushing mm. the other person in the water nice nice so nice. yeah all right go I on mean, though i mean like look you either have to sacrifice someone whilst you learn or <laughs> they don't teach you at all right that's 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 how my my motto i guess Do um, I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah go big or go home um so yeah no i agree so we we ended up swimming he, he i think he's a good swimmer now hopefully he hasn't forgotten um yeah yeah it was really good it was a really for those who kind of want to go on a honeymoon i'd recommend going to slovenia very okay. nice there um, well, are they going to make you slip and sleep in different rooms though i <laughs> know uh, because like <laughs> hope not can you imagine um just do uh, your I mean, research just, guys <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah just make a hole in the roof so you can see each other um or uh, hey. or that yeah yeah i think as long as you're married or as long as you're say you're married i think they'll right. be fine with it um loopholes yeah, i right. think they're very catholic there i remember um but yeah yeah it was good it was, it was slovenia was one of my favorite okay yeah, that's awesome i mean yeah i'm looking at the picture and it honestly looks very beautiful and the uh, mm. castle that's in the i guess in the middle of the lake can mm -hmm. you visit the castle or is it out of bounds or i'm assuming you have to boat to it or somehow uh, I, I don't see a road or something i believe you can road to it but the day we went on was on a tuesday so they had like nothing open um, oh, and right, we right. were going the day after i think so like we didn't get to visit the castle but it was quite nice because the waters were clear like, it was a nice day it was quite hot um yeah it was pretty yeah. good yeah and if, if, the, if the viewers you know or the listeners they want to see what we're talking about it's called the uh, lake bled b-l-e-d in slovenia yeah. look yeah. it up guys pretty pretty neat it is pretty neat yeah I recommend yeah. going recommend going nice so um all right let me ask you this question then what was the what was your least favorite country that you visited then? It doesn't have doesn't doesn't mean that you hate it, right? Mm. It just happens to be in the bottom of your um favorite list. Mm, <laughs> yeah. <sense. laughs> um so oh, I'm going to get it, so much hate for this. Um maybe a split because mm -hmm. I I don't think there was much to do. Maybe we didn't do much. I just remember walking. Okay. Going to the beach and that's about it. Like there wasn't much we did. Yeah, and I remember it was 40 degrees oh. and I was sweating my, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if this is an English term, but I was sweating my tits off. Like it was so <laughs> hot. Um, <laughs> it was so hot, man. I, I don't know. It was so hot, man. Like um, I remember everybody was swimming and stuff like that. But I have, I think. What, what, I have, what was the country though? It was in Croatia. Oh, Croatia. Okay. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Croatia. Um, but, yeah, it was 
it was different. I think it was our fault because I I didn't really find it that mm. interactive. I didn't right. find it um, um like there was not much to do there besides going to the lake. Okay. Um, but besides that, yeah, it was fine. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't say I hated it. It just wasn't as great as the others. All right. All right. No man. Yeah. I mean, you know, you um you got to experience, you know, ton of different countries, on different cultures. Yeah. And um, you know, it's um uh, the lake, I guess. I would I would definitely if it was, you know, if I were you, I would probably say um just by just by looking at the lake, man, I would probably just say, yeah, that's probably my best place. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, consider and, and I guess your um the other answer in Croatia maybe yeah it's maybe you know because maybe you guys didn't have enough time to explore more yeah but even like yeah. I you know like like I said earlier it doesn't necessarily mean that you hated the place mm. I guess it was just yeah. more about um, you know uh, not doing enough maybe I don't know yeah I, I think it was more awful like I don't think we mm-hmm. planned it quite well in terms of split um, so I, I don't hate it I think I would probably go back to explore some more I just remember it being the most um, dull right. city we went to. Um, right. Yeah. Any um, future travel plans in on your way? Uh, well, I was thinking. Well, my friend was suggesting maybe like Thailand. Um, mm, but okay. We'll see. Like, I don't. I don't want to put anything in the works or give false promises because, <laughs> you know, like I've I've still got like other commitments. Um, right. Right, but we will see. Yeah, that should be a good trip. I mean, you know, it's um, I've heard that it's it's a really nice place. I mean, you know, there are non nice places as well. But I mean, it's, it's <laughs> I've, I've heard I've good stuff about Thailand. I have a couple yeah. of friends. I mean, not that I'm in any close contact with them, but I have a couple yeah. of friends who are living there, and uh-huh. I see their snaps here and then. Mm. Uh, looks like they're having you know a lot of fun. So I mean, you know, why not, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another should... another new place, another new yeah. culture, I guess. That, that's true. It's true. Just gotta keep exploring, man. Yeah, exactly. Um All right, let's um uh, let's let's switch over and I have another section planned here. Um although you did, you know, kind of sort of touch touched upon it earlier where you did say further down the road you do wanna start a charity. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh and you wanna base this in um I'm, I'm uh if I I didn't get this wrong in Nepal, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually okay. want to do it dual place. I would, I would like to do one in England and one in Nepal. Oh, that's really good. That's really cool. Um, I guess my question to you is, I guess, more about what are your uh, future aspirations? You know, uh, charity aside, what do you want to do in terms of your career? Or, you know, what do you want? Or, you know, anything that you can't talk about, that's completely fine. But yeah. um, I guess, you know, what do you, where do you see yourself? I guess that's probably mm. a broader question. Yeah, it's a good question. I think as of now, I'm very monetarily money invo- motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, that's a lie. I think <laughs> my interest and money are the two most important things as of now. Hand um, in hand. Second. I was just saying uh, hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're very, um, they have a strong correlation, I guess. But those are two things which are kind of on my mind because obviously I'm 
I'm doing something. I'm in a job which I am very interested in. Um, mm -hmm. I just got my foot in the door. So taking ownership of where I want to go is as important. Um, so I think my aspiration is to get into a part of the place I work in, a particular part of the place I work in. I'm still exploring, but I have a general gist of where I mm -hmm. want to go. Um, it's just making the connections. I have a mentor who's in the umbrella of where I want to go, but not right. particularly of where I want to go. Um, so yeah, I have like, I'm doing proactive stuff, trying to get more out there. I'm trying to, like I'm teamed up with another colleague um, who wants to go to a similar place as yeah. myself because um, two heads are better than one. Um, yeah, I think that's my aspiration. I think end goal is to maybe make, I've heard that a lot of people make their own little financial services. So depending on where my life takes me, I think I maybe would like to do the same. Um, like, yeah, no. I think if I was to kind of work up the ranks of where I am now, I could probably mm -hmm. get to the aspiration of making a charity much more quicker than making another company by right. myself. Right. Um, again, uh, like, is a trade, trade mm -hmm. of one of the, or the other. But I don't know. I think that's my future plan right now. And I think one thing I would love to do is probably build wealth with my future wife, whoever that may be, if, if you're listening. Hello. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, having... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where are you right now? Um, but um, like, yeah, like building wealth with my future partner would be very interesting. So you're very farsighted. Is that yeah. correct? Do you do you um, often find yourself kind of let's say, I mean, the thing that with far-sighted people is that they kind of like to have everything planned out, right? Do, um, would you would you call yourself a far-sighted person, or is this more goal-oriented for you, or or how would you, I guess? Mm, um, I think there's this. certain aspects of my life which I kind of I'm very stubborn on. Um, like there are like goals family is two things which are very important to me um i think i heard a quote like mm -hmm. uh what's the guy who played superman like 95 percent of your happiness come can come from your partner but 95 percent of your happiness um what do you call it your regret can also come mm -hmm. from your partner so i think choosing the right partner is quite a massive deal i think there's some basic levels which i kind of have to predetermine whilst other things I kind of go mm -hmm. with the flow mm -hmm. um so I I wouldn't like to say I plan a lot but uh, there are some things which I kind of like to have an oversight in and have a say in um which I don't really budge okay what what would they be so I guess career aspirations um my I guess future wife like in terms of them being driven, um, them having also aspirations, uh, whether it be small, big, um, family, like looking after family is quite something which I'm never gonna, never ever gonna budge on. Like they're always gonna mm -hmm. be like my number one. Um, and that I think that covers the basic, right? Like myself, my future partner, yeah. and my family. Like there was other three main components of my life, I agree, which are important right now and then the rest are kind of as it is like is on the outer circle 
like imagine like a dartboard like the middle is what i've just described right and as it kind of ripples out like it gets less relevant to me and less i care about i mean yeah yeah i mean you know the more you focus on your core um priorities everything else is you know hopefully gonna fall in place yeah yeah i think i think it will like i think as long as you have as you said your core Mm -hmm. priorities straight your your head straight don't right don't get your head off the ball i think never settling is one thing also um i'm not coming at all the people who have settled i'm not saying you've settled or anything uh, don't worry um but yeah like not being complacent is quite a massive thing um yeah, yeah. man no that's true and it's it's easy to be complacent that's that's what is, really yeah. gets you and you yeah. don't realize it until you're kind of you know already sucked into it um yeah no, i agree yeah no, I agree. no i that's think um what about yourself yeah. actually it's so much about me like what what are your core values hey this is called getting to know you <laughs> <laughs> um, getting to know us <laughs> <laughs> um core values um uh, i think i'm pretty much in sync with you in terms of you know core values where um obviously i want to provide for my family definitely mm-hmm. right but in order for me to do that i think i probably need to um, do more personally, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. In terms of career-wise, you know, I, I've got you know ways to go. I mean, like you, I just mm. started out. I'm two years mm. in, right? Mm. Um, yeah. We're we're just getting our feet wet. Um, it's um, it's also about managing expectations, right? Yeah. That's, I think is very important. Mm. Um, I think that's something we were never exposed to, mm. you know, in terms yeah. of managing expectations and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, I think apart from that, um, you know, maybe um, I would uh, I would say yeah, family and and just personal growth, and then eventually, mm. you know, like you mentioned, everything else is gonna kind of, you know, eventually settle in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I and I you know I'm I'm probably um, I'm willing to bet that this is very this is true for almost every i wouldn't say almost every but almost every i guess uh, kids from mm. uh, similar to our upbringing yeah or especially um if you're you know like you and me if you're just uh, just the alone kid or just just uh-huh. the one um mm-hmm. kid of your parents then you know yeah it's it's um it's a huge uh, responsibility it is yeah 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 and, especially uh, coming from gone right 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 you're right especially coming from our background mm, yeah Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, I'd say I definitely am in sync with you. Mm, yeah, I think. Do you think? Do you think more westernized Nepalese kids mm-hmm. are have similar views, similar cause, or do you think they're more? When When you say more westernized, are you talking when, about well, those, I mean, those like, kids? When who, I mean, who, you grew up on. here, right? Like right, you grew up grew here, up, right? Yeah, I like, think that's, like that's for where, the whole of their life. Right. That's, I think, where the difference would come in, though. Because, you know, they didn't get that cultural exposure. Mm. Uh, they didn't, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the exposure that we had growing up with family, right? Yeah. I think most likely the kids here, I mean, you know, probably a few exceptions, but um, mm. some kids here might not have had that exposure. So I guess they couldn't, they yeah. could, they could ne- never really kind of put one on one together and be like, all right, mm. you know what? No, I have to sort of, you know, take care of them. Because yeah. their whole life yeah. they've, um, you know, they've had, um, you know, 
just just their parents taking care of them, blah blah blah, whatnot. Mm. Yeah, the culture here is so different, right? It is, yeah, um, yeah. It's more, um, you know, it's more about yourself. Mm, Yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I mean, you know, it has its pros and cons. Mm, It um, definitely teaches you how to be independent, and I'm sure, you know, like I said, I mean, I I think I've already mentioned this in a previous episode as well, but um, if not, um, I'm just gonna say it again. But I feel like I definitely have learned to be more independent. In mm-hmm. my six mm-hmm. years here in the states, versus if I had I had not made the decision to I guess come abroad to study, yeah. I probably would have not been anywhere near independent of you know where I was because I because you know once you're in a in your comfort zone, mm-hmm. you really don't want to come out of it. Yeah, I mean if yeah. you have people around you who are taking care of everything else, eh, you know what? Why do I have to? Why do I have to worry? Exactly. I, would, I guess that's the mentality I would have had. Mm. But um, going back to your point, I think the main reason, you know, I guess uh, these westernized Nepali kids, um, I guess for them, I think they never really had the cultural exposure, mm. which I don't blame them. You know, I mean, once you're here, their parents, I'm sure they had to, you know, work their work very asses hard. Off, yeah. yeah, we had to work their asses off to really provide for the family. And if, while yeah. doing that, you kind of really, you know, uh, miss out on the um, family aspect. Which yeah. is why I feel like, you know, kids here have, some kids have like those disconnect with their parents because mm. they were kind of never around. Mm. But in truth, yeah. they were just trying to provide and, you know, make sure mm. that the the kids' lives are as smooth as possible. So, yeah. you know, a lot of factors, a lot of factors that are around this mm. thing. But um, uh, in general, I think uh, that's probably what it is. I mean, that's interesting because, like, for example, my mom works with like Nepalese kids and stuff for example um and she was saying to me like there's a lot of them who actually get groomed into gangs um because yeah 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 like there's gonna there's like a surge of well it's well from the area i'm from there's like a surge of Nepalese kids who's kind of groomed into gangs and like the police got involved because they i don't know brought a knife or something like that like i find it very interesting because so, like, so i was do they, like yeah, do they like recruit these kids or yeah how yeah work? yeah like i like they just recruit like i think oh, wow. the problem is the mum parents are working Ooh. their asses off but they don't get to see the kids that often so therefore you don't know what they're up to right. um and obviously with the use of online snapchat well, i imagine mm. that's how they get groomed or something uh, but I, I find that very interesting because like it's like bringing nepalese the parents are bringing their nepalese like work ethic like they're very hard working but mm-hmm. the, the trade-off is they're not spending as much time with a kid whilst the kid is um whilst the kid has like free for all like they can do whatever right. they want whilst their parents are not home um so i just find it interesting like right, even I when mean, i went volunteering yeah to my old second not sixth form uh, which is like after secondary school. Uh, I don't know what mm-hmm. you guys call it, but um, like there were some Nepalese kids. Uh, they did not speak a word of Nepalese, but they understood Nepalese. Um, okay. And like they were more, they were more like street or road. If you get what gotcha. I mean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, like they spoke zilch of Nepalese, but you won't know they were Nepalese because they were Limbu or like right, right, like Adhikari or something like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, and obviously I asked like, are you Nepalese? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Wog One. And I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, like, do you know what Wog One means, by the way? Uh, keep going, like, isn't that what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, uh, what's up? Like, yeah, like how? Like, it's like a greeting, right? Oh, um, really? When you see one, like, yeah, 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 like Wog One. Um, oh, I thought that yeah. was more like you know what? Uh, yeah, just finish what you were saying. I guess I don't know. I guess that's yeah, just, the, you know, it's more of a greeting. So the, when you meet like your friend or like a close friend, you say "Welcome, one, hi, what are you up to, or something like that. But whatever. you know what we should do? We should do. We cool. should make like a separate episode of me trying to learn English uh, slang. Yeah. That'll be, be that'll be pretty cool. That would yeah, be pretty if, cool. If, yeah. if you guys want to listen to um, me trying to learn <laughs> English slang <laughs> with um with the D, then yeah, please uh, let us know. <laughs> we'll that try to see if we can make that happen. No, actually, it would um, be quite interesting. See, yeah, see yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, for, when I hear those words, I kind of yeah. take them, I guess, to a literal sense. So I was like, all right, mm. go on. So I was like, all right, so you want me to go on? That means you want me to continue. <laughs> so, all right, I will do that. Because I, I hear all these these words. Um, and like I said, I'm just going to refer to them again. The assignment mm. videos. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I guess uh, that's, they've been sort of my uh, primary source of UK uh, content. Ever since, yeah, yeah. Only if I, even if I listen to any other um, UK creators, hmm. but um, like these terms, they use it here and then, you know. And then um, I've always been taking it at a literal sense. So sometimes I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, wait a second, that doesn't really make sense on what you're saying here. So yeah. now that I know that go on means something completely different, I guess. Oh uh, no, no, go on, no, no, walk one. Oh, Wagwan. Wagwan, yeah, yeah. I, th- oh, I was like, go I, I heard go on. So I was like, no, oh, no, no, Wagwan. There's like all a greeting. It's <laughs> so how you spell it? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I think it's W A G W A N. Oh, that's the first time I've ever heard it then. It's like, what's going on? Like, it's it's, it's actually Patwa. Is it, like, is, it, is it short for what's up, man? <laughs> what, what, what Essentially, no. yeah, yeah. Like, well, what what's up? What are you up to? It's, it's like a greeting as well. Like when you see a person, right? Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, hey, like um, I said, we should do like a completely different episode on this. Yeah, that would be interesting. See, <laughs> I, I'm probably the wrong demographic for it, but uh, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> we'll see. Um, um, but yeah, 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 um, yeah. I think, like, um, I think we've um, managed to cover um, almost everything and a little bit more. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any uh, parting thoughts that you want to lay with us? Any um, forms of advice or suggestion that you learned mm-hmm. that you want to throughout share my life? Your, yeah, it could be your life, could be uni, uh, could be mm-hmm. you know something that you recently um, learned from your mentor that mm-hmm. you'd want to maybe share with everyone. Not really. Like I, I kind of come to the realization that you only live. The only thing which is, this is very cliche and I'm sure you guys have heard of this everywhere, but the only thing which is kind of destined is death and everything else is within your hands. Right. Um, And that's kind of hit me, like, I don't know, recently. So I've been, so I've been like really trying to plan Mm -hmm. what the hell am I going to do with my life Um, in terms of career goals. Um in terms of like where I want my life to go. Um, okay. So I think one thing I would probably suggest is take a hold. I don't think people actually realize that you only have one life unless you're Hindu and you think of reincarnation stuff. But 
That's um, a whole different um, conversation. It is a whole different conversation, which we probably won't get into today. But I think yeah. coming to a realization that you have one life mm-hmm. um, and there is more to life than just what you initially think of mm-hmm. um, is something I've learned. Um, so and also... Speech. And also networking, <laughs> which oh, is like a bit of a bit of school one. Uh, networking is... This one is uh, for the fresh grads out there. Exactly. Fresh grads, those who are coming out of A-levels, um, those interns who just joined the company. Um, yeah. 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 Fresh and, grads um, you know, uh, just just have fun, I guess, right? Is that, I guess, you know, to summarize it, just make sure have fun. you mm. have fun and uh, then also make sure you kind of plan everything out because uh, have fun's very controversial i think i never say have fun oh i don't uh, think you can always have fun in life right true I think true it's true, very I mean, it's very like if you're having fun great but if you're not having fun you can't just give up so all right i think right. if you're not having fun just stick with it um mm. and if you're miserable Think about your escape plan, or just don't escape. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so I suggest. I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta really hear it. Sometimes you know, really gotta hear someone, um, you know, kind of like guide you out whenever you are not feeling, you know, your best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I think uh, that's a perfect way to end <laughs> this episode. Um, uh, you know, I've really. Um, learned a lot of interesting things today about you and i'm pretty sure our audience is also um has been intrigued by <laughs> all your you know um ender endeavors or whatever you want to call them right your yeah. um yeah and um yeah if you guys have any you know any feedback for us any questions comments just leave them in the uh, comment section below i believe yeah yeah for sure and uh um, we hope to you know come back with a different episode soon uh, is there anything else you want to share um i think more of thanks for even though we share this podcast like yeah thanks for still having me um <laughs> i think in terms of future plans i think there's always something in the works we're both trying to innovate trying to experiment right so please do give us feedback when we do something new whether it's working um yeah, and if there's any, you know, any separate topic or like any specific topic you guys want to hear about, you know, we'll, we'll, all yours, mm. then we'd uh, we'd love to uh, entertain any interesting topics as well. Yes, of course. But until then, take care, take care, D. It was um, cool talking to you, and then yeah. um, you know we'll do this again pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. Till next time. All right, man. Till next time. Take it easy. <laughs>